Okay, everyone, welcome to another exhilarating episode of Not So Common Sense. This episode is going to deal with police brutality, but not in the way that I talked about it before. It's just about something that seems kind of off to me. Something that I have noticed over basically the time watching, you know, progressive television, basically, and progressive, you know, YouTube, just basically progressive videos and things like that. That's the one thing I have picked up on that most people don't when it comes to police brutality. And I got a couple of videos from Indisputable with Dr. Rashad Ritchie that I'm just going to play with you for you guys and just let you guys hear and see if you pick up on it. Of course, you know, I'm not going to play the whole video. I'm just going to play parts of it, just enough of it, so you can get the idea, the just of it. And then I'm going to come back and see if you picked up on it. After these videos, about two, about three videos. And see if you picked up on it. And then I'll say what it is. So without further ado, let's go with the first video. This first video deals with a police officer that brutalized a man who was having a mental health episode. The officer, by the way, knew that the man was having a mental health episode, but decided to brutalize him anyway because he can get away with it. And I know you're thinking, Trey, you're just being a left-wing talking head who's going to say anything. You don't have any proof. That's what the video is for. Take a listen. On paid leave after kicking that man who was already kneeling, the man that was having a mental health episode, here's the video. By the way, since you guys can see the video right now, the man is the, the guy that's about to get kicked is by a payphone. Like these things fucking work anymore, but he's by a payphone. He's not on it, but he's talking more likely to himself. And you can see from the officer's body cam footage. He's holding his taser, like so he should be, at the main. Nothing wrong here at that point. Except for the fact he knows the man is having a mental health episode and he's going to brutalize him. That's a problem. But any other situation, you got your taser drawn, better than having a gun. Okay, right? Better than having a gun, as always. Taser is always better than having a gun. Having neither drawn right now at the moment would be the best solution. Because you know already the man's having a mental health episode. You want to be able to try to talk the man down from any type of anxiety that he's had. Because he's going to, his anxiety is going to immediately elevate since you're there. Because obviously what you're wearing, which was designed, by the way, 
police uniforms are physically designed, by the way, to elevate your anxiety. It's meant to bring intimidation into the fray. Every police uniform is meant to do this. They were their colors that they use have been designed so it can be more of a intimidation factor. Black, navy blue. You rarely see anything that's not an intimidating color. Right? And these are police basic police uniforms. The insignias, the way he's the officers always addressed heightens your anxiety. No matter, even if you're in a situation like with me, I was in a pretty damn good situation when one came into my branch wearing a uniform. Immediately, I thought he was about to say something crazy. Now, of course, I don't give a rat's ass. I mean, I'm behind literally bulletproof glass. I mean, unless you're going to try to you know, get a good shot underneath of the, you know, and try to ricochet a bullet, I ain't gonna have it. <laughs> so, yeah, and I will go ahead in that door and slam myself into that goddamn boat. Real quick, fast, and hurry. Right? Did that serious. But anyway, it heightens the anxiety. So he's here with the gun on his body cam footage, just black and white, to make things look even worse than it actually is. But he's telling the man to get on his stomach. He has his taser joint. Let's let the video play a little bit more. On the ground before you get tased. Turn around, get on the ground. Mama ain't. As you can hear. The man is talking about mama and things like that. He is not coherent. He's not there. He's talking about mama. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> mama? What? what? He's talking about his mama. This is a grown man, by the way. So his man is not there. Like, literally. So the best solution in this situation would be to be nonviolent. Try non-violence. The non-violent approach is the best approach right here. You can get the man to probably get even in handcuffs and then put into the back of, of, a, of your wagon. Probably get a spit hood on them and take them to a, you know, psychological evaluation, for psychological evaluation to call it a day. Seriously. But... Let the video play. Let's see what happens. Turn around, get on the ground. Get on the ground. Face down. On the ground, face down, you will be tased. On the ground, face down, you will be tased. Face down on your stomach. By the way, as you can hear, the man is not speaking coherently. He is saying words, saying something, not even real words. He's, he's mumbling and saying things out of his mouth that doesn't make any sense. He's not there. This is He's either on some real good drugs and he's just out of it. Or he is just gone. Violence is not an issue, not an issue here, man. You shouldn't be doing this. Right now, the man, though, 
has gotten onto a knee. He's kneeling. This is the opportunity for you to grab the man, put him in handcuffs, and take him out of the situation. Do not brutalize him beyond that. Don't do anything. Tip the taser away, grab him, put him put the handcuffs on him, and get him out of the situation because he is disturbing the guest that's there already in this establishment. And he's definitely incoherent. But like I said, I know you're saying, Trey, you said that the officer knew that the guy was having a mental health episode. He doesn't know the guy's, you know, saying crazy stuff. He had to protect himself. Oh, let the video play. And let's see about that. I can on your stomach. By the way, the man just now been kicked. He was kneeling. He was not an issue. Officer just kicked him. Brutalizing him. Put your arms out now! Not to do your arms. Face down on your stomach. I got on your stomach. Not to do your arms. The man was having a mental health episode. The police officer was well aware that this was a mental health condition situation. He still treated this individual in such a harmful manner. Let's put up a picture of this cop. His name is Officer Ian McInnes. McInnes. Uh, that's him with his uh, canine, all right? This East Cleveland cop is on paid administrative leave pending an excessive use of force investigation after witness video was shared on social media of him kicking an already kneeling man in the back. The black man on the ground waiting to be handcuffed um, was handcuffed shortly after the kick. He showed no resistance. He was also having a mental health crisis. Officer McKinney's, who has been with the department for five years, is now on paid administrative leave per the department's collective bargaining agreement, police chief Scott Gardner said. The Kennedys repeatedly ordered the man to get down and put his face on the ground during the incident, which happened early Monday at Best Steak and Gyro's house on Euclid Avenue near Forest Hills Boulevard. That's according to call logs and body cam video of the incident. The officer actually did suspect that the man was going through a mental health issue. Uh, the man was taken to the university hospital for a psychiatric evaluation, according to the call logs. As you can see, after he handcuffed the man, where did he take him? Did he take him and put him in a ditch? Did he take him and put him in jail? No, he took him to the University Hospital for a psychological evaluation. So he knew 100% this man was having any mental health problems. But it gets worse. McKinney's, uh, McKinney's reportedly advised the staff um, at the hospital that the man was being aggressive. Um, meanwhile, as McKinney's and the man were in the hospital lobby waiting, the cop said, and I quote, lucky you don't you didn't meet my dog. Last person had to have reconstructive surgery on his arm. Again, I want to make sure 
You hear this? I'm gonna re rewind the video. Just a tad bit. The cop said, and I quote, "Lucky you don't. You didn't meet my dog. Last person had to have reconstructive surgery on his arm." So he's having a mental health problem. He's not there. He's he needs some psychological help. So you're going to threaten to have his arm ripped off by your dog. And what's the punishment he gets? He gets a vacation. Because he's going to get paid while he's off, right? The time off he gets is he's going to get paid. He gets a vacation. For brutalizing a man who had in a mental health episode and threatening him with removing his arm. That's one video. That's just one. That's just one. Have you heard it yet? If you did, good. Have it. Just wait for it. I got another video for you. And this, it's again, dealing with the police. Because I know people just like, police are just perfectly fine and dandy and great. They don't commit crimes. Let's see what this one's about. Unshot of these two cops who have been charged with a heinous crime against two women. And I'm going to paint a parallel here. Flint police officer and former Gen Z County Corrections officer are both now charged with criminal sexual conduct. Caleb Tyranny, 25, that's the person on the left, is charged with one count of first degree criminal sexual conduct. And Cameron Zaylor, 24, is charged with two counts of first degree criminal sexual conduct. Let me give you the background to this. The charges stem from an incident that allegedly happened back in December involving a 19 year old woman and a 21-year-old woman at Tyranny's residence, all right? According to the prosecutor, he said one of the two victims knew Tyranny from a gym. Tyranny allegedly sexually penetrated one of the women when he knew she was physically helpless, okay? The women came forward after the incident, leading to an investigation by the Linden Police Department. Investigators could not comment on whether the women were drugged before the alleged rapes. So, have you heard it yet? I don't know. Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. But, as you can hear, again, when people start talking about how police use their use and abuse their powers of, you know, did they have to rape women? By the way, that's what the heinous act was. That's, you can't say that you sexually penetrated a woman while she was helpless and not call it rape. I know you say Trey. Wow. That's two. You say you have three. And I, and again, I, I do. And that's the last one. And let's see if you pick up what happened. By the way, I'll explain what's going on in this video that Dr. Ritchie has up. Because it's going to be pretty silent. 
but I'm gonna go ahead and do it anyway. Right now, I'll describe the scene for you, because it's pretty silent. Right now you have a scene where you have a bunch of like service vehicles lined up in the street. It's like it's blocking off the streets late at night, of course, by the way. And you have a few officers in riot gear walking in a angle towards this bystander. Let's see what they do to this black bystander. I guess I know what's about to happen. Okay. So you see this happening? All right. Bam. So they say something to the man. The man turns and faces the three officers in riot gear and one of the guys with the riot shield on his head, you know, the helmet on, pushes him to the ground. He drops something on the floor, more likely his cell phone, and the officers take the cell phone illegally, by the way, because you cannot just pick up someone's cell phone. I don't give a fuck who you are, if you even God Almighty. You can come down here, you do not own that cell phone. You may have owned all the things that maybe you led to it being created, but that's the individual cell phone. So, my dear Lord, you have to give me back my cell phone. So, if he, the creator of all, doesn't own that cell phone, how is it that this officer does? But let's let the video play and see what happens. They just... They just push the guy down, talk trash to him, and leave. I mean, that is textbook gang activity. Yes. Okay? They run up on the guy, knock him down, talk trash. Okay, now we can go. Let me give you some background to this. This is in Des Moines, all right? Uh, never before seen video, uh, but we know this came from 2020. The Court Avenue District Security camera shows three Des Moines police officers dressed in riot gear crossing Court Avenue near 4th Street. They approach a man who was walking west on Court Avenue. They grab him, turn him around, then push him to the pavement. The officers pick up something, possibly his cell phone. And then everyone walks away. Okay, thugs, all right? Yes, yeah. Harvey Harrison founder of the Des Moines Social Justice Group, said it's not okay. Let me give you some background. He said it's not okay for anybody, including Des Moines police officers in full military uniform, what appears to be militarized garb, to come up, knock a person down on the street and apparently pick up their cell phone, which what it appears they did, but in their pocket, put it in their pocket and walk away, that's not okay. And I agree <clears throat> with that local activist. Uh, he said, he is not sure who the man in the video is. And he's not sure why someone waited until now to hand over the video. But he wants police to investigate to determine whether or not their officers acted appropriately or not under the circumstances and within the framework of their own rules, Harrison said. Now, so, there you go. That's the last bit of the video I'm gonna let play. Just let two minutes of it play. And I wanted to know, out of all three of those videos, what did you hear from those videos? That's definitely the talk of this video.
that deals with police brutality. Well, of course, the fact that in every last one of those videos, you kept seeing a officer does something wrong, get in trouble, and what happens? The department that they work for decides, well, it's time to open up an investigation. They literally put a man on paid leave as he goes through this investigation. The man gets a vacation for traumatizing a person going through a mental health problem and threaten to remove their arm. And he gets a paid vacation while they get to investigate if the officer did anything wrong. Now let me just ask you this simple thing. Just simply. If a group of individuals, let's say about 10, walk into a bank, rob the bank, one of them gets caught. Is it okay for those other individuals to say, no, bring him to us. We're going to open up an investigation on if he robbed the bank or not. We're going to determine if any justice gets to be displayed upon this individual. Just distribute it to this individual that he gets to suffer some form of justice for robbing his bank. The individuals who robbed the bank, his fellow robbers, are going to open up an investigation on whether the individuals that got caught robbing a bank to suffer some form of persecution for it. That sounds stupid, doesn't it? Right? That, that, that sounds stupid. Because what the fuck you think is going to happen? Of course, the other group of robbers is going to say, well, you know, <laughs> he didn't do nothing wrong. It was according to protocol. He walked in, gave the letter to the to the bank teller. The bank teller decided to throw all the money in there. He threw the dye pack in there. He knew what the dye pack looked like. He threw the dye pack on the fucking floor and walked out the goddamn door. Is that the fact that the officer was walking in and saw him and knew that it was a robbery? And he got caught. You would think that that's stupid. Why would we allow for the criminal gang to be the individuals that decide to investigate their own member? And I know the Ben Shapiro's of the world, the the conservatives of the world, the the the, the cops. On a criminal gang. But as you heard. Two officers. Literally raped. Two women. Like. (laughs) You can't explain any more of rape. Than sexually penetrating. A woman that was helpless. I'm pretty sure that's called rape. If you look up. Rape in a dictionary. 
That will be a synonymous situation with that. A woman is helpless and the individual sexually penetrates her without her consent. That's called rape. If it was a man, the same situation would occur. Sexually penetrating the man without their consent is called rape. But what happened? Oh, we're going to open up an investigation on them. Open an investigation on them for rape? And you allowing the police to decide? His fellow officers who also committed rape? To decide if these guys who committed rape and got caught should face some form of persecution or jail time? So if they say no, it's all it's all swept underneath the rug. They can rape as many women as they possibly want. The three officers that bullied the bystander who was just walking on the street, minding his business, and stole his cell phone, opened up investigation on him. So they literally trying to break his cell phone open and try to find anything on it they can use against him. The police department that's there employed them and definitely helping them is going to open an investigation on them? Like, when in in any form of common sense does the criminals are allowed to investigate themselves? Like, let, let's, let's put it even more, even more, you know, put it in even more sense here. Let's take Charles Manson and his little, you know, group that he was with. Murdered people. And we asked them, should they be, should they face jail time? Did that sound right? We should ask them if they should serve jail time. For those conservative individuals out there. Maybe we caught those terrorists who committed 9-11... Osama Bin Laden included. And we just decided to say, well, Osama Bin Laden, should y'all face any type of justice for this? Should you be, you know, thrown in jail? Should you be shot and killed? What is your punishment? Because you are going to decide your punishment. And then if you decide whatever punishment is, we're going to be okay with it. How would you like that? How would you like that? It sounds idiotic, don't you think? Of course it does. Of course it sounds idiotic. Because the individuals who commit the crime should not be investigating themselves. So we should take it out of the hands of the police because we know you're going to come back 100% of the time and say whatever the officer did, it was perfectly within your guidelines. By the way, if you think I'm lying, um, how about we ask George Floyd? Was Derek Chauvin's knee illegally placed on his neck? Because it wasn't. The police came out and said that they that he did exactly 100 percent what he's supposed to do in that situation. 
literally choking the life out of George Floyd until his body was limp and keep his knee on his neck for an extra four minutes to make sure that the deed was done. Because that's what happened. I mean, for real. That's what happened. That's what he did. He murdered George Floyd, put his knee on his neck, choked him out, let him let his lifeless body sit there until he had to be literally pushed off by paramedics. But yeah, the police department said, hey, he did nothing wrong. It was perfectly fine. He did everything by the letter of the law. That's stupid. That's why we shall take the investigation out of the hands of the police and say, well, we're not going to allow for you to say that one of your guys are just perfectly, perfectly fine with everything by the letter because you're going to say that whatever he does. It doesn't matter if he walks into the goddamn, walks into someone's home, murder an individual, just say that he hates hates black people and he did it because he's a racist bastard and he likes killing black people you're going to say that he did it by the law you're not going to turn on your own we just know that we should not allow for criminals to be the ones to judge themselves right because it makes no sense to allow individuals who are criminals to press judgment and investigate themselves for crimes the same should go for the police why would the police department turn over one of their own it's gonna be you know about a week or so of the individual on paid leave like in this case with the guy who happened to brutalize a person who's going through a mental health episode paid leave paid vacation sit home enjoy yourself don't worry, give it about a week, it's going to blow over, and then we're going to come back and say, well, he did everything by the letter. We had nothing, we see nothing wrong here. And allow him to come back to work. What do you think is going to happen with Kim, with Kim Porter? Kim Potter. What did happen with Kim Potter? She shot and killed Dante Wright, literally murdered the man in cold blood on purpose. She's going to serve Whatever two years that she has, barely two years she had there, and the rest on the boxes, what's gonna wind up happening? After that box is taken off, she's going back to the same police department. Same exact goddamn one. Gets to go and kill another black man. This time, he may be because he walked down the street. How dare this nigga walk down the street? We should kill him. And she's going to do it and get away with it again. Right? Because that's what they do. We need to change this justice-less system. Because yes, it's justice-less system. Because no justice in this damn system at all. It's skewed and broken for the ultra-rich and powerful. Because if you're rich, if you're powerful... You can do whatever the hell you want. If you're a police officer, you can rape a woman and get away with it. Like those two officers did. Raped two women and got away with it. Oh, it's under investigation. 
was going to lead to nothing by saying they did exactly what they were supposed to do as their right as a police officer. You had the right to rape a woman. If the woman is, is alleviated, go right here, take advantage of her, rape her. That's what the police would say. Of course they would. Because they're going to say he did nothing wrong. The two officers did nothing wrong. As usual. Because that's the usual situation. They did nothing wrong. Go right ahead and rape as many women as you want. See a black man walking down the street? Kick him over. Take his cell phone. Take his wallet. Take his valuables. Brutalize him. And tell a nigga that he's better, he's better be happy that he's alive and breathing. And then murder him. If you feel like he, he's ain't giving any type of bad talk. Right? Because that's what officers get to do. And that's a problem. We need to change it so individuals like that are held responsible for their crimes. The idea, again, was supposed to be that no one is above the law. That means even if you are an arbitrator of the law, you're not above it. You cannot commit a crime. You're not above it. You cannot commit a crime. Now, I'll say it again. You're not above it. You cannot commit a crime. Because I'm going to say it multiple times. Make it seem like I'm going to repeat. Because I want to repeat it because, like, I remember. As for children, you repeat it multiple times. People tend to understand it. So again, even if you're an arbiter of the law, you are not above it. You can't commit a crime and get away with it. That was supposed to be what the law is supposed to be. But in this situation, if you're a police officer, you can do everything and get away with it. Including raping a woman and getting away with it. That's why we need to take that ability for police departments, especially the ones that they are literally working for, to investigate them. Take that away from them and say, we're no longer going to allow for you to have control over individuals and saying that if the officer committed a crime or not. Because of course, you of course would say that they didn't. Why would you sell out your own officer? Duh. You won't. So in this situation, we're going to take that ability away from you and have an independent investigation done for somebody who doesn't have any biasy towards if the officer is found guilty or not. Like for them to go through the investigation has the officer of course not being paid we can easily just you know give you a back pay if you're found not guilty trust me none of these police officers are living paycheck to paycheck by the way this is going to tell you these police officers aren't living paycheck to paycheck so I know you can try those conservatives try to confound some you know illogical way where the police officer is you know Trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars in, in, in debt and living paycheck to paycheck. You know, they can't even 
by across the bridge. Trust me, they're not. There's no police officers living paycheck to paycheck. I'm just gonna tell you that. There's no such thing. If you're living paycheck to paycheck and a police officer and getting paid the amount of money that they do, you are going to become homeless anyway. There is no stopping that situation. You put yourself purposely in that situation in order for that to happen. Because you get paid a lot of money. You get paid a pension. You get paid, you know, hourly. And then you get paid salary as well. And you get bonuses and things like that. You get so much money thrown at you. And then it increases every so often, like every year. Your pay increases because the damn city or fucking federal government decided to give you even more of a pay increase. They're the only ones that their paycheck actually keeps up with inflation. Hence the reason why it's impossible for a police officer to be living paycheck to paycheck. But that's the thing I want you to hear. I want you to understand and hear the fact that these police officers are the only individuals out there that's not literally the federal government that get to investigate themselves. Any individual or group that gets to investigate themselves is a dumb idea. Like with Congress. The impeachment should not be given to Congress. A immediate vote should happen. Right? If you're going to impeach an individual, a president, I don't give a fuck about a judge. You know, that can be helped by Congress because they don't give a damn about judges that much. But I'm talking about individuals that are part of actual federal government. The president, the vice president, Senate, Senate leaders, and things like that. To remove them out of office directly should not be given to Congress or the president or, you know, elected officials and representatives. Who gives a shit? They weren't put there by elected officials or representatives. Who put them there? The American people. So in that situation, the American people should be able to come together and say, all right, let's go ahead and get this going and get this invest- get this removal going. You've been impeached. Let's see what you've been impeached for. Your judge, your jury, your executioner is going to be the American people. And they're going to be the ones that decide if you're going to be gone or not. Because they're the ones who put you there. They should be the ones who remove you. You know, like your mom and dad used to say, I brought you into this world, I can take you out. The American people can say, I brought you into that seat, we're going to take you out. Right? <laughs> of course. Makes a lot of sense. Like what happened with, you know, Donald Trump. That should not be given to Donald Trump and should not be given to Congress to decide if they're going to remove him or not. No. A... Special election is going to be held if Donald Trump is held, you know, has got the most votes. Good, you get to stay in the office. If you don't, you get to get impeached and removed. You and your vice president are gone. Right? In that situation, that's what it should be. Right? Because the American people said, Donald Trump, we put you in that seat, 
We're going to take you out of there. And the same thing should be able to happen. Maybe not with the, you know, government or the uh, people, but in an independent investigator to be brought in for police officers and things like that who get to say. All right? I don't have any connection to you whatsoever. I don't care if you put in jail for 40 years, 50 years, or get or get stepping walk scot-free. I don't care. It's not going to change my day if you are held held liable for your crimes or you get to walk free and didn't commit anything. I'm not going to listen to your your you know chief or any of the other police officers in the fucking first place. I don't care about them. They're not my, my responsibility. I don't care about them at all. I don't have any connection with them. I only thing I care about is if justice should be served or did you commit a crime or not. Not the fact that you were in their guidelines. I don't give a fuck about your guidelines. Your guidelines mean nothing to me. The act itself, if it's criminal, you're in jail. If it's not, you're free. So, like I said, in situations like with Breonna Taylor, if murder, outright murder, is illegal, guess what? And these officers committed, no investigation is going to be done on them by their peers. It's going to be by somebody who's independent from them. And they get to see, oh, wait, this was an actual murder. They left out the fact that they killed this lady in the first place and then tried to backpedal back and try to say, well, yeah, bullets were fired, but it was all about a boyfriend. And then the boyfriend said he only fired one bullet and was proven they only fired one bullet, then backtrack and said, well, it wasn't boyfriend, it was Brussels officers here who shot, but the boyfriend shot at them first, and then the boyfriend's like, oh, yeah, they burst in my door and have a cancer doctrine, that you burst in my door, I get to murder you. <laughs> That's in the federal law states. And then they say, oh, well, we didn't just burst through that door, we knocked hard and begged, please open the door. We are police officers. We're just trying to conduct a regular investigation. Yes, we're wearing regular, you know, plain clothes. Yes, we're using a bang ram against your door. Yes, this is about 12 o'clock midnight. Yes, all that is happening. But you want us, want you to believe that we are peaceful individuals, not trying to do anything violent. Yeah, how'd that say? All right, they're going to be held guilty. Already, they're guilty of committing a crime of murder. Now you can go ahead and press charges on them as much as possible to the fullest extent of the law. There you go. There you go. Simple as that. And that's how you take care of the situation of having these investigations, as you want to call them, which is nothing more than waiting for time to pass by just for you to say that the damn police officers were in the right any damn way because that's what protocol says. Protocol says since you're a police officer wearing that uniform, you're immune to all crimes. You can commit them with impunity. The purge can happen while you wear that uniform. You can participate directly in the purge as long as you're a police officer. It doesn't matter. You can commit crimes with reckless abandon and not be held liable for those crimes. 
Because that's what they're going to do. They're just going to wait and resist about a week or so and say it anyway. Because that's how it always happens. And it's crazy. And it shouldn't be. Anyway, that's what I want to leave this episode. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And of course, share the podcast. Later, guys.